Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, it's Janelle checking in, and I'm actually flying into the Grand Cayman Islands right now. Um, This is like a little personal vacation I'm taking before um, the Jamaica squad retreat. I'm hoping that this will be the most relaxing vacation I have this year because I don't have any conferences to go to. I don't have any crazy excursions planned. I'm just going to go to the beach, relax, sleep, possibly do a little bit of work, but that's it. All right. Hey guys, it's Joy. I am checking in from Florida. Today, I really just went to the pool and relaxed. All week, I've been working on my natural hair brand launch and It's been a ton of work. I also worked on a few things for my Jamaica trip that's coming up this week. I am doing a goal setting session. So I worked on the workbook that everyone's going to be using on the trip. And for the next couple of days, I'm just going to be packing and getting ready for Jamaica. So I'm super excited for the trip and I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. So that's it for now. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here. And Joy. (laughs) And this week we want to talk about our trip to Thailand, which was very interesting. We went to Bangkok in this episode. We'll talk about how we got there, our itinerary, um, our planning, and some extra talking points. So we went during the week of Thanksgiving and it was fun and exciting, but also very busy and tiring and slightly stressful at certain points. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool. It was a very long flight, like twenty over 24 hours for me and then Joy about the same, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but once we got there, we had a really, really lit itinerary throughout the week and we had a great time. So okay, so we're gonna start things off with just like getting to Thailand because you know we're in the U.S. It's not no like two-hour flight, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you have to plan for days of sitting on a plane if you're trying <laughs> to go out there. So we um took we both took China Eastern Airlines. So basically, we are both subscribers to um Pomelo. What is it called? Yeah, Pomelo Travel. <laughs> yeah, we're both subscribers to Pomelo Travel, which we talked about in our episode about the best um, travel tools, websites, and apps. So go back to and listen to that if you want more like 
tips on like good apps, but this basically sent us an email notification saying that there is a deal to Bangkok and the flights were like 470 round trip. So that's really, really good to go all the way to Asia from the US. Yeah. <laughs> it was a deal. Yeah, so I booked a flight round trip from LA and Janelle. I don't even know how many cities she stopped in. <laughs> so mine was a bit more complicated because I go to school in Hampton, Virginia. So like Norfolk is like not the best airport for international flights. So I actually got mine out of New York and it was a little bit more than 470. It was like 500 or like 520, something like that. And then... That's partially why my flight was just like so long because I had to get from Norfolk to New York and then from New York I did everything else, which was a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> um, mine was a little bit more than 470. I actually got flight insurance, which I don't always do, but I there were so many bad reviews of this airline. I just got it because I didn't know <laughs> what to expect. Like it was an airline I had never heard of and there were um, layovers involved. So we um, we met up in Shanghai. So we left from two different destinations and met up in Shanghai, which was actually kind of convenient because like when you're planning travel with somebody, usually you're like, oh, we have to leave from the same city, which like honestly, yeah. it was just like way more convenient since we live on two opposite sides of the country like I'm in LA for school Janelle's in Virginia for school like to just meet up um at the layover so we had to do like in the planning like look at all the flights make sure the flight numbers were right before like booking it to make sure we're going to be on the same flight from Shanghai to Thailand yeah but it was really convenient once we got to Shanghai we met up in the same city we got to experience this terrible airport together (laughs) (laughs) Uh, literally there is like no food in the oh, yeah <laughs> the shanghai airport sucks for food options and it could have just been the gate we were in and i really think it was the or not the gate the like um what's it called terminal terminal yeah the terminal we were in because we looked like on some other terminals like online and then like going on the escalator we saw a terminal and there was food in those places but it just wasn't in the international yeah (laughs) so there was literally a (laughs) so we get to the shanghai airport we're both hungry you're like all right let's get some food there's like all these like asian food places not all these like three and then there's a burger king so we're like you know what let's just get burger king (laughs) because i feel like when you travel internationally like as much as you like you might say you don't eat fast food in the u.s like when you see that like that shining logo (laughs) in a different country you just go get it so we both got what did we get we got the chicken chicken fries oh my gosh and fries yes but don't don't get chicken to asia just don't do it i took one bite and i regret taking that bite i wish i would have broke the chicken fry open because literally that meat was gray and it wasn't it was not <laughs> the right the texture spongebob episode when he did the um the oh, bit into the crab patty and it was all gray oh my god that was the most like horrifying bite i ever took in my life and then when joy got to the table i just looked at her like don't even eat that like don't, don't open that at all just eat the fries and ever since then i have never eaten meat in china <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we didn't even know how much we were paying for this stuff. Like, when you look at the screen, it's saying, like, $300. You're like, what? Not dollars, but whatever. 
Yeah, the they Chinese use it. China. I just didn't care. You're just like, just pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was Shanghai. We were there. How long was our layover again? Like five. Yours was six hours. Yeah, mine was longer. Yeah, and I got to the airport like two hours after Janelle. Yeah, but then we finally got on our flight to Bangkok. And wait, question, question. Before we get into that, how was yeah. your experience with China Eastern Airlines? Like, they had tons of bad reviews, but like, okay. what were your thoughts? Yeah, to me, China Eastern was phenomenal compared to when I took that flight on Air <laughs> China a while back. China Eastern was very wonderful. Like, they're in some type of partnership with Delta, so like. You can get your Delta Sky Miles at the same time. And then amen, amen. <laughs> the like customer service was quality. Um, the plane was a bit more spacious. It wasn't as shaky as the other <laughs> flight I took. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah, we actually booked ours on Expedia, not through the like their like airline website. website. Their airline website is like bootleg. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not that gonna was lie. Terrible. I can even check in half the time. Just yeah. like so that's not a good first impression the reviews online basically are written by all like rich white people who fly first class everywhere so like they're not helpful yeah and it's literally just flying economy anywhere like from like a plane just a normal plane ride it's literally normal the food isn't that good per se but like i've never been on a plane where the food was good unless you're in like business class or first class and to upgrade (laughs) to business class to have like to have like a reclining bed like they have like upgraded seats they have like reclining beds and all that stuff literally the upgrade was fifteen hundred dollars so best believe we sat in economy (laughs) literally like triple the flight we paid for there's no way (laughs) yeah uh, i was like because going is longer than coming back when you're going from la so la to shanghai was 14 hours and going back my flight was literally like 10 hours we landed like super early so you're gonna be on that plane for a while i had i had my neck pillow ready oh my gosh i sat in the aisle seat and just like going i was sleeping coming back i was waking up like every like 20 minutes yeah that's tragic (laughs) i had to sleep for no i didn't sleep going there but i slept coming back because the jet lag finally got to me yeah that's yeah (laughs) by the time you land like you don't know what time it is okay so yeah shanghai to bangkok was six hours on another flight which was like a smaller plane not like a big like 10 row plane just like a regular size plane Mm-hmm. but they give you food on that too them rolls be hitting they give you them hot yes. rolls <laughs> actually hold on the food was a mess <laughs> First the bread all, was the only thing i ate yeah the bread was the most quality thing maybe they gave you some fruit or some juice or something that was good too but the yo fruit was spoiled. i don't care what you say <laughs> no the fruit was okay. Mine tasted fermented. Oh, it's probably them preservatives. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't eat that. I was like, I don't want my stomach hurting. We still got five hours to go. Oh no! But the um the only food they offer is like noodles and pork or rice and chicken. <laughs> That's literally- or seafood. Who eats seafood, or seafood on a plane? Yeah, like 
That was just terrible. I would literally get the rice every time and literally just eat the rice. Nobody yeah, it's a mess. Play. Pack snacks. I had a huge snack bag. Yeah, that was a very smart idea. I wish I would have packed more snacks because I ate all my snacks like on the flight to Shanghai. Okay, so finally we're getting to Thailand. Ten minutes into the podcast, we're finally there. <laughs> it was just know that the journey is just as important as what you do while you're there, especially yeah. when you're journeying for like two days. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like I had left Monday night. Like I left Norfolk Monday night, and we're in Thailand on Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Thailand time, so it's really like Tuesday night. Yeah, <laughs> they're a whole twelve hours, twelve hours ahead from LA. I don't know. That's fifteen hours ahead from. No, it's twelve hours from New York. Oh yeah, nine hours. I'm confused. I don't even Wait. know. <laughs> yeah 12 hours from the east coast nine hours from the west coast oh okay okay wow okay. last time yeah okay okay so, so we get to thailand <laughs> <laughs> yes um what happened oh our we had a good airbnb where like it was set up that they, they would pick us up from the airport which was cool we needed that because yeah it would have been when you land work. you don't want to be figuring out how to do things <laughs> your brain is so dead like exactly like we landed we tried to get some food in the airport like literally they had nothing that they said was on the menu we had to get a fruit cup or something i don't know oh yeah we tried to get a salad that was like on the menu and they were like we don't have that <laughs> it was like a huge picture of it we're like can we get that and they're like huh <laughs> They're just like, we don't serve that. Order something else. So we literally just got like a fruit cup at that point. Yeah. So the airport pickup, the guy literally, he had a nice car, which was cool. This came with the Airbnb, like we said. And then driving to the Airbnb, which was like in the city center, was like 45 minutes from the airport. Um, with and traffic. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that traffic part. <laughs> Yeah, and we get to the Airbnb, which was at uh, what was the place called? Wish. It was like yeah, Wish, Wish Compl- Downtown, <laughs> <laughs> Wish Midtown Siam is the name of the condo building that the Airbnb is in. So if you see any Airbnbs with that place, it's the place with the big infinity pool on the roof. Like, there's tons of Airbnbs in that building. That's yeah. where we stayed. It was only, like, 50 a night, so, like, 25 a person, which was pretty quality. Yeah, that's quality. Meanwhile, in the U.S., you're paying, like, hundreds of dollars a night for a hotel. Exactly. And it was in a really good location. So, it was in the city center. So, we could walk to – there's a 7-Eleven literally downstairs, like, like basically attached to the building where you could yeah. get, like, snacks and stuff, water. We got water for the week um, to refill our water bottles. And there's – you can walk to different restaurants. You can walk to the BTS station, which is, like, their metro slash train station to get around the city, which we didn't really use until the second half of the trip. Yeah. Um, and we didn't this, know. Yeah. <laughs> the, street, <laughs> the street was busy enough to catch, like, taxi, tuk-tuk, um and all that stuff yeah oh also another thing about thailand how there was like a 7-eleven like literally at the bottom of our airbnb 
there's a 7-Eleven. Like, <laughs> there's at least two 7-Elevens per block that you walk Yeah, uh, they're everywhere. I didn't know it was so big there. Like, I was like, what? It was really crazy. I, that was um, different than what Phuket was like. I was very surprised at that. Yeah, there is no slushy machines in the 7-Eleven. No, so. <laughs> but it's hot. It's hot there. Like, when you're packing for Bangkok or Thailand, just know that it's it was literally like 95 degrees every day. Yeah, it was a lot. And it's sunny. And, it's not yeah. cloudy. It's sunny. <laughs> and it's a, like, it's a city. Like, Bangkok isn't Phuket or fuck it where it's, <laughs> where it's the... Um, beach, beach and, and like and sea breeze like yeah, no like, you're in like it's comparable to like new york like it's dirty it's musty yeah. it's like hot <laughs> it's honestly nastier than new york if you ask me but we'll go in, we'll oh. go into realities and expectations later <laughs> oh my gosh okay and lastly like the amenities of the airbnb like we said it had the infinity pool which was so cold but we still got in it for the gram um, there's a gym that we didn't use. There's a doorman. You have to like scan in for the security. Okay, for some reason the drivers always was were able to access our like room, <laughs> which I didn't yeah. understand. That was kind of weird. Yeah, like our Airbnb host didn't check us in. Like the driver just like took us straight up to the room, and I was just like, "So do you always have access to this or?" <laughs> <laughs> But we never got like like no one was ever in the room well, that I know of. Nobody was ever in our apartment when we weren't there, or nobody took any of our things. Took any of our things. But it was still really weird that literally the driver or the host or like anybody could just kind of like walk into the apartment if they knew like if they had the key or if they like knew where the key was. Yeah. All right. So finally got to Airbnb. Literally. I don't even know what time I thought it was, but it was time to get dinner so we could like start getting on the schedule. Um, so we kind of just the first night we did look up places like to eat. Yeah. And we just walked straight to this place called Gong Tong, Bangkok. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a not fast food, but just like a quick like Thai restaurant to go to. They had like typical Thai meals like pad thai and curry and like all these random things. Yeah. So of course Thai food don't yeah. taste the same in Thailand, y'all. It don't taste the same. <laughs> no, it don't taste the same in Bangkok. I blame Bangkok. Or I blame the Yo. restaurants we went to in Bangkok. I feel like we just went to the wrong places. Yo, it don't taste the same, sis. Like it tastes better here in America. I mean shoot me i don't care it tasted better when we um we made we, our own food yeah well we made our own food but we'll get yeah it's just not the pie. same <laughs> <laughs> so we got the pad thai and gong tong and that shit was and terrible. i got a mango <laughs> smoothie oh yeah it was so good that was good that was That's the one thing dog. joy loved <laughs> That mango type of whipped cream on it. I was like, it's lit. Okay, <laughs> they probably don't care about the smoothie. But yeah, that was just kind of a mess. So now we go back to the Airbnb. Oh wait, off. wait, wait. Oh what? And then we're walking past, like, to get to that restaurant. We're walking past, like, you know, the city, and then like on the street, we turn onto the street, and then like every single thing is every single like 
uh, retail store is a massage place. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the first day. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, we should get a massage. And Janelle's like, isn't that where, like, sex workers are? (laughs) And I was like, I mean, I'm sure they would advertise it. (laughs) Later into the trip, I we literally, Janelle was asleep in the car, but... We drove past this huge, like it almost looked like a big, as big as a Costco, and it was like massage, but it had all these like half naked women, like we'll massage you wherever you want. Oh no! <laughs> I can now that's that. now that's where that happens. <laughs> these regular, like the ones on the street, like where they're massaging, where there's windows you can see inside. Like that place had no windows or anything. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, that's where that happens. This the regular place on the street is good to go and just get a massage. <laughs> so then a few days later we actually got a massage, but we'll go into that later. <laughs> okay. To the first full day, Thursday. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. <laughs> we um Oh, we took our first tuk tuk. And that it was, was cool. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Going it into the like, trip, going into the trip, people were telling me, oh, yeah, Tuk Tuk's are scams. And I'm like, how can you get scams when everything's literally like $3? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about this money because literally <laughs> you can spend so much bot, but literally only spend like $5 in US dollars. <laughs> it's crazy. Like... 3,000 baht is equivalent, like, about 3,000 baht is equivalent to about, like, $100 U.S. dollars currently. So, Tuk Tuk's would be, like, 200 baht thinking they're charging you, like, the roof. (laughs) (laughs) They think they're going to be, like, 300 baht, and you're like, "Mm, I guess so. (laughs) But in reality, that's, like, eight bucks. And then in the U.S., in the U.S., like, an Uber is always, like, $25. $25. Yeah, it was so crazy. So the deals were insane. But so we got in the Tuk Tuk. He literally charged us like 300 or 200 bots. No, that was our cheapest one. The first one was the cheapest. We we spent 200 bot to go like across the city to go. Yeah, we were in that Tuk Tuk for like half an hour. We were, it was literally like a 30 minute drive. Yeah. And that was like six bucks to go 30 minutes and we get to the temples. So Bangkok is has a lot of temples. That's basically a, like a really big touristy thing to do. So we just like told him to take us to like Wat Po and Grand um, Palace and like the Grand Palace. And like they're very they're very close to each other. So if you get dropped off at one, you can walk to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we got there, the there's like this guy um trying to tell us like where to go and he was like well it's closed now so if you go on this boat ride it'll be open by the time you get back because people are praying at the temple now and we're like nah we're just gonna go wait if it's closed we'll just wait outside and we get there that thing is opened that man trying to scam (laughs) us he trying to get us to pay him all this money to go for him to drive us to the boat ride not to give us tickets but to drive us to the boat ride (laughs) And then he just wanted us to like wait a couple hours or whatever to get to the temples and do all this other stuff. But it was like so ridiculous that he would try to scam us like that. Yeah, I was highly offended. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I was like, you ain't got to lie. Like, sometimes people are just interested in the boat ride. No, not us. <laughs> yeah. So to get into the temples, you basically just like go through like a little security thing. And then you're inside basically a gated in. It's like the first thing we went to was the Grand Palace, which is basically like gated in and like a bunch of like different things. But there's so many people. Yeah. Um, you have to dress conservative. Like you can't be wearing like booty shorts or like um, a tank top. So Janelle brought like a blanket and I brought um, actually the dress I wore. They let me wear. It was like yeah. a short sleeve dress that came down to my knees. They let me wear that inside. But I had a um, scarf just in case. And then you get in. There's people trying to sell you things. They were like, you dress like a whore. Like buy this to cover up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just don't buy those things. Bring a blanket or bring a something like a scarf or something just to wrap around yourself if you're wearing shorts. Because mm-hmm. like, it's hot. You're not going to want. Th- yeah. Janelle was wearing her blanket like it was her outfit. I was like, ain't you hot? It's 95 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the Wapo, it's really cool. It's like a bunch of like little statues and like temples and stuff <laughs> and like buildings i don't know it's like but they're all like completely like they're like golden Ornate. and they're like yeah. And shiny. yeah they're like really cool and the reclining Good buddha ops. The, yeah the reclining buddhas in the grand palace which is really cool it's like the biggest buddha in thailand or something like that or a buddha in the world i forget which one it is but yeah, it's really it's nice. huge <laughs> Like if it's you're cool. ever going, yeah. If you're ever going to Bangkok, I would definitely recommend seeing these things. They're really cool to see, and it's like super, um, I guess, like traditional or like nice things to see. Yeah, and sometimes when you travel, like especially if you travel like in the U.S. and in Europe, you kind of get used to like judeo christian like traditions and like how things look in our like churches yeah. and like stuff like that. So it's cool to see like other religions and traditions, like how. Things are so colorful. Things are so like big and grand scale. And like, it's so cool to compare and see like what's out there. The differences, yeah. Oh, one thing though, at the Reclining Buddha or Grand, or was it Grand Palace? Or was yeah, that- it was the palace. Oh, okay. So like they make you take your shoes off, which I get is like a cultural thing, but make sure you wear socks because you got to be walking through that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the Buddha. That was the Buddha. Not that shit, but <laughs> but like yeah, it was, everybody was walking through there like thousands and thousands of tourists every yeah. day. People were wearing were barefoot walking through that, and I was just like, and some people's <laughs> feet look crazy, yo. Yes. Some people's like, feet were like messed up. And I was like, I'm glad I'm not touching that. Because <laughs> I would have left. Clean the floors. You don't know when they do all that stuff. Please just wear some socks. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, would you like to tell our Black in Thailand story? Oh, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> now we're getting serious, guys. Now we're getting serious. So being black in Thailand, so we're literally at these temples, like these very religious, very like culturally important, like cultural icons or whatever for Thailand, for um, like the religion. And people are trying to get photos, which is really cool. Like we're, we wanted to get photos with certain things and um, other couples and other people wanted to get photos. And this couple comes up to us to ask to take a photo or specifically like the woman out of the couple ask us to take a photo. And I'm thinking, oh, they want us to take a photo of them. That's fine. I tell them yes. 
But then the woman begins to pose with me and Joy, <laughs> acting like <laughs> acting like we wanted to like she wanted to get a photo with us. And I was like, what is going on? And Joy's just like, no. <laughs> Joy's just like, this is not happening. That woman literally went to take a photo with us and not with like her husband in front of like the Buddha or like any other building, like any other like thing at this temple. And I'm just looking at her like, what is wrong with you? You really want a photo with a black person that bad? <laughs> like, yeah. So if you are like not from the U.S., you're from uh, Asia or from China specifically, and you want to take pictures with black people, like literally DM us and tell us why, because I still don't <laughs> understand. I don't either. Like, it makes no sense. And this is not the first issue or this is not the only issue we had. We'll get into more later. But... <laughs> That was so surprising that you're literally at like the Grand Palace. You're at the Wapo, and the one thing you want to photo with is a with a black person. That is crazy. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. All right. So after the temples, we got lunch. We kind of just walked and wandered around until we got lunch. So we walked um down the street and like towards the water like in the shopping center area and there was this place called the coffee club which is this like australian cafe that had wi-fi coffee and food so we ate there and then it was basically like full meals like a full plate of pad thai or like whatever type of meal was only like three usd so like that was our first like experience at like a it was still a coffee shop but like the, the guy served you um and that was like super cheap. And then it was like two dollars US for drinks. So we got some drink. <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, we got like four plates of food and like six drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so cheap. We just like give us one of everything. <laughs> oh yeah, I got I we did eat a lot of food and I got like a yeah. coffee type chocolate thing. It was good. Exactly. I got like a non-alcoholic drink and then the alcoholic version of that drink. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Yep. And yeah, that was basically lunch. And then we went back home and like rested for a while because that jet lag be setting in, boy. Yeah. 12 hour difference was a lot. (laughs) All right. So then after we took a little rest, we went to a cooking class because it was Thanksgiving. We wanted to do something cool and fun. So we went to this. We found a cooking class on Airbnb for like it was kind of expensive. I feel like I feel like it was like thirty dollars or something like that. But it was really fun. We um made green curry chicken pad thai, um tom kha ga. Which was that the soup? Yeah, the tom. Yeah, that was the soup, which oh, is okay, like cool. red curry paste and like lemongrass and like some other stuff. It's really good. Yeah, and then we also made some type of salad. I forget what it was called though. Yeah, it was like. I think it was supposed to have shrimp in it, but ours had tofu. We told the guy that we were vegetarian just because we didn't oh, yeah. feel like dealing with anything. We didn't want to eat no more chicken. We didn't want to do <laughs> anything. And they eat a lot of, like, for me, I have uh, allergies and, like, dietary restrictions, both Janelle and I. And we talk about that in our being vegetarian abroad episode. But, like, going into it, we're just like, all right, we don't want them to serve us. Like, me, I don't want them to serve me shellfish or seafood. Um, or like pork they eat a lot of pork over there they eat a lot of seafood over there they eat a lot of everything honestly they eat all of it they eat all meats all um vegetables all everything like it's really crazy (laughs) yeah so we get to the cooking class they're basically every all these like tours and stuff they give you a meeting point so we met the guy at the meeting point we were kind of late i forget 
why we're late. I think it was just traffic. There's so much traffic, traffic in the traffic. city. Yeah, we were a little bit late. And so we go up and like literally they had like a small kitchen area inside this like shopping center building. And there was just one other girl there. Well, not girl, woman, black woman there yeah. who was a doctor. Um, we thought she was a student, but she was like a full physician. And it was just the three of us who took the cooking class. And it was really cool. The kitchen was like clean. They had individual stations for us. Um, and also there's a vlog coming. Like we vlogged all of this. Um, it oh, just yeah. has to get edit- edited and like all that stuff. So all of this will be shown in the vlog and probably in the check-in the week it goes up, we'll promote that. But the cooking class was really fun. The food, ugh, that was probably the best food I had that week. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Bangkok is just not it for food. But other parts of Thailand, I feel like have great food. Or maybe it's just the restaurants we went to. I don't know. Yeah, like how was the food? Like, because, you know, had been to Thailand before this. So like, how was the food in Phuket when you went? It's so much better. Like, I don't understand what the what the major difference is. I guess, like, southern Thailand is much better. But the pad thai actually had spice to it, actually had some seasoning in it. It was – they had way more options of pad thai. Like, in Bangkok, for some reason, the only option for pad thai was, like, had shrimp in it. Yeah, there wasn't even, like, <laughs> varieties. I was like, what? Yeah, like, I was like, like, where are the spicy noodles at? <laughs> exactly. Like, in Phuket, like, you could get veggie pad thai. You could get seafood pad thai if you wanted it or shrimp pad thai, whatever. But, like, they had way more spices in it, way more options of pad thai. It was so much better. I don't know. Literally, all I ate was pad thai in Phuket, but it was way better than. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. It was just, like, kind of bland. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, and in the cooking class, we could add like as much chili, as much chili powder as you want, or chili peppers. We could add like all these other seasonings. Which yeah, and his seasonings are strong. Like I had a little dash in the soup. I was coughing. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So, but that was a good um, that was a good meal, a good Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> all right. So after that, we go home, rest or whatever. He was like, "Oh, there's a night market down the street," but that. That jet likes it. We just wanted to sleep. And so Janelle slept. I think this is the day you slept for 14 hours. Probably. Night. Oh, wait. Yeah, because we also passed by that mall, right? And there was like yeah. a... What, what what band was it that was oh, there? Oh, there was like a K-pop group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was. We were, Joy was like, let's go, let's go. And I was like, no, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. And that night, she just slept. Like, literally, you just sleep whenever, like, the chance, whatever chance you get, you're sleeping. Like, yes. I thought I knew what jet lag was before this trip, but now I know what it is. Yes. Like, my little <laughs> six-hour flights from L.A. to the East Coast don't mean anything. Exactly. Also, like, um, like the flight was so bad, and, like, every morning I just woke up with a headache and everything. It was terrible. Like, the first couple of days were really stressful. All right, so we are going to end the podcast right here. I know, so abrupt, but next week we're going to get into the rest of our trip, which includes Friday when we go on a beach day trip, Saturday when we do a floating market tour, and Sunday when we 
go to a waterfall and elephant experience and coming back home and reflecting on the birth best and worst parts on our of our trip so come back next week next tuesday to listen to the second part of our trip um we hope you enjoyed listening to our experience in bangkok so far make sure you leave a review on the podcast and check out our merch that's now on our site melaninandmiles.com so we'll see you guys next week bye